friends to another live conversation on Alatra TV. Today we have a very special guest with us, but before I introduce him, I would like to remind our audience about the format of our program. So tonight we will get to know our guest and we will also ask him, how does he envision our future? How does he envision a creative society where everyone is happy and lives a fulfilled life? And if you never heard about the project Creative Society, it is a global project of our civilization. It is run by volunteers from over 180 different countries in order to find out how do we envision the future where everyone is happy, lives fulfilled life. And if you would like to learn more about this project, please visit alatraunites.com and you can check out all the initiatives that are going on and people from all over the world are really standing behind the Project Creative Society. So tonight, my name is Olga, and my co-host is Steve. Welcome, Steve. <laughs> Great to see you. And with us, we have Patrick Manyboon, and he is a speaker and a strategist. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you all. Thank you all. I appreciate it. Steve? Yes, <laughs> To get to know you a little bit, please tell us about your background and what do you do? Oh, that's a big question. I am on black courage. That's what I do. I on black courage. And in order to get to how that happens, let's go to where it came from. I am originally from West Africa, Liberia. And I immigrated to the United States in 1999. But immigrating to the United States, I also brought along something that had caused a lot of headache and struggle for me a lot, you know, for most of my life. Being a person who stutter, or they say stammer in some part of the world, it, was the one thing that was used that I allowed to define me for a long time. It defined the kind of people I could be friends with. It defined what I could do. It 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 it, it was one of it, it was my biggest insecurity that held me back in a lot of ways. And and I realized you know, over time that you got to get to the point where you stand up to what holds you back or what we have allowed to hold us back. And that was what, that was when I realized that my, it was not my stuttering that I hated, but being defined by it, being defined by it in the sense that it didn't matter what I accomplished. It didn't matter what I did or was successful at, I was always the guy who started. And that is the piece that really burned my soul, that really hurt me. And, and I realized that, hey, there might be a lot more people who not stutter necessarily, but also had insecurity of their own that were used to define them. And this insecurity did one thing, but black your courage. Your courage to be anything you want. And that's how I started to speak and strategize around 
mastering courage and how to exponentially calibrate your impact by unblocking your courage. Mm. Patrick, I love that. What and we're talking about now, we're going to be discussing later the Creative Society Project and what that means. But before we get there, we all, I mean, we don't struggle the same way you did. You came out of civil war. You came out of stuttering the civil war. And I know some of your story and it's incredible. What are some roadblocks? What are some things that do block our courage? You mentioned insecurities, but more specifically, what are some things we should be aware of? What's blocking us from taking courage in our own life? That, that's, that's, that's very good question, Steve. The, the, the one thing I have realized, and especially in my own life, is one of the things that black us the most is we struggle to make a decision to take control of what battle, you know, what stands in our way. And it may sound like it is very simplistic, but the decision, the decision to, to change your life, like, my life started to change when I made a decision that somebody else was going to be embarrassed about my story. To allow somebody else to be uncomfortable, to allow somebody else to worry about it because I had a life to live. And it all starts with a decision, the decision to move your life to the next level. And a lot of us do not get to make the decision again because of those insecurities that black our courage. But it all starts with the decision. Wow, I love that. And it's same with creative society. We know that right now we live in a consumeristic society, but right. it is our decision right now to make the switch to the creative society. So Patrick, what type of conditions do we need to create right now in order for all of us to make the right choice? Great question. I love this, uh, uh, you know, there's a home improvement company in the United States called Home Depot. Mm -hmm. They have a slogan that I love. I think it's one of the best taglines. It says, you can do it, we can help. You can do it, we can help. And I think that is the essence of what we should realize that we have the power. You know, we have the creativity. We have the, the mindset to create. We were not created to be spectators in our own life. We were not created to be spectators in, in, in our intellectual life, in, in our financial life, in our social life, in our different aspects of our life. But if you look at the lives that, you know, have their courage blocked, we just sit there and be spectators and allow things to happen. So that whole bringing people to the point where they can master themselves, master themselves to understand where that created power lies. And there's somebody else from around the world that can say, hey, I love that idea. If we can enhance the idea by doing this. Now, everybody is bringing something to the table. You can do it. We all can help. We all can make it better. But it all, again, starts with your desire, your, 
that burning desire to be more, to do more and have more and contribute more. So. What Patrick, what, so if we have that desire, but sometimes we feel we're not enough. Correct. What would you say to those people who say, but it's, I'm just one person and I don't think I'm not as good as other people. I don't think I can bring anything to the table. Steve, what would you say? It is interesting you hit that point because the basis, the foundation or below every insecurity is I am not enough. Everybody has a, some kind of version of I am not enough. Somebody, everybody have their own little version of stuttering. My own I am not enough has been happening stuttering for all my life. But it all starts with recognizing that your identity is not tied to self-belief. Self-belief is overrated. Self-belief is overrated. Why? Because self-belief fluctuates. It's like a feather in the wind. It goes up. It comes down. It's a moving target. You can catch it. So when we tie our identity to our self-belief, you would never do anything. But that's the reason why I unblock courage. Because before self-belief gets out of bed, courage has already gone a thousand miles. Yeah. Courage does not, it does not care what your level of self-belief is. It says, we are going to contribute. This is what I feel in spite of my self-belief. Just you know, we have to get to a point where we make decisions from courage rather than how much we believe in ourselves because we will always not be enough in comparison to something or somebody else. Wow. How do we unlock the courage around the globe? So how do we just not unlock the courage in our, you know, backyard, and, you know, in our dad, but how do we take courage globally and make it popular that people are ready to act in courageous way to build a society we can be proud of? Great question. The, the one way I learned to unlock people's courage is just something that we all have and we take for granted. You tell your story. Everybody has a story. Everybody has an experience. When we tell our story, we give permission to somebody else to say, oh, I am not that far off. Or I am not as down as I thought I was. Or I am not as you know, you know, alone as I thought I was. When we tell our story, it's a powerful inspiration that gives somebody else that permission to say, hmm. And they, 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 it is important to tell a story because each of, each of us influence different people in different ways. How I would influence somebody by my story it might not, you know, inspire somebody else. But when you tell your story, you say, oh, I identify with her. And when Steve tells his story, so when we tell our story, we start to unblock our courage when we have the courage to tell our story. Mm -hmm. And the courage to tell our story 
It just, you have to start to care. Like we said, the courage to care. It all starts. I care enough so much that I don't care if somebody laughs at me when I stutter. No, there are some times I can't even call my own name to introduce myself. <laughs> and there are some times I laugh at myself. I'm like, gosh, dude, come on. That's your name. You live with it all these years. But when you start to care, the care becomes much bigger than you, much bigger than everything. And it unblocks your courage. And that, that is how we start to connect with people because of story. It's the only time your mind, my mind, Steve mind is on the same, you know, you know, on the same frequency. And you tell us. Patrick, when we think about stories, when we die, other people tell our stories. They call it an obituary. And, <laughs> and what happens though is how important is it for us to be thinking ahead, the legacy we leave? Creative society isn't about today. It's about building something for our children and our children's children. How do we write our obituary? Steve, it is interesting you said that. There's a talk I have that is called What's in Your Obituary? And we essentially talk about this guy who created the, you know, the uh, Nobel Peace Prize. We're talking about the Nobel Peace Prize guy. We pretty much know this guy as Mr. You know, Nobel who created this wonderful prize and everybody celebrate. But this guy was um, an engineer who created bombs and dynamites and instrument of war. And his brother died. And the, you know, <laughs> there was this paper in his town that published the obituary, and they thought it was the obituary of, you know, and they thought it was the obituary of his brother. But, but when he read it, they were talking about him, how he was this instrument of war, who did all these horrible things. Thank God he's dead. And he stopped and said, is this how people will remember me? How do we want to be remembered? What are, you know, how do we want people to say, Steve was on his face of this earth, all that was here. What do we want to be remembered for? And it all starts with the courage to care. And he cared so much that he took everything he had and invested in the Nobel Peace Prize. And today we celebrate his legacy because he had the courage to do something about it, to look ahead and define what his legacy. It all starts again with the courage to care. And so when you care, you start, you don't think about insecurities anymore. You, you allow somebody else to worry about it. Wow. Thank you so much for answer. And right now let's leave a little bit and talk more about Creative Society. So for our viewers, if you're just tuning in, Creative Society is a global project that is run by volunteers. 
And in our free time, we conduct interviews and we conduct those type of programs that you are hearing right now and seeing right now in order to bring creative society in every corner around the globe. So people can know that right now we are building society outside of the consumeristic mindset. We are building a creative society where human life is number one priority. So let's talk about human freedom. It's one of the foundations. I will ask our IT uh, team to bring it up on the screen. I will read it for us and then uh, we can comment on, on it a little bit more. So number two is human freedom. Every human is born with the right to be human being. All people are born free and equal. Everyone has the right to choose. There can be no one and nothing on earth above a human, his freedom and rights. The implementation of human rights and freedoms must not violate the rights and freedoms of others. So Patrick, I know this foundation really resonated with you. Could yeah. you comment on the importance of it? You know, um, when I think about life and humanity, I, think that you can only become you know, free. There is a term um, in South Africa called Ubuntu. <laughs> you are what you are because, I mean, no, I am what I am because you are what you are. You know, I am successful because you are successful. And that's how our you know, we are all tied to get our freedom. We are intertied, interconnected. But the, it essentially starts with ourselves, our personal, our personal you know, decision to be free. And that's the reason why this whole thing about personal mastery is what I, it just, you know, is pretty much where I love to spend more time because the personal mastery, when you start to know yourself, you start to you know, understand your core value, you start to understand what your impact can be, what your um, contribution could be to the world. And then you start to, you start to take those interests, those curiosities, and then you put more time into them, it becomes a passion. And then, oh, now we recruit people. We start to recruit people to our passion. And guess what is that? We having a sense of purpose. But it all starts with a freedom to choose to be impactful, to choose to be a part of something that is bigger than ourselves. Because it doesn't matter how much people make or what they accomplish. You know, I'm a huge fan of the Maslow hierarchy of needs. I'm a big fan of the Maslow hierarchy of needs. Yeah, when you eat, by the, by the time you're done with the food, you're thinking about security. Okay, yeah, you got the job, you got this. You Now you're thinking about the sense of belonging, love. In some part of the world, we got the community lifestyle. In another part of the world, we got individual holistic lifestyle. But all those things starts with you as a person, the decision to be able to contribute. That is the natural craving of human being. Everybody wants to be somebody. You know, everybody wants to do more. 
have more be connected, be, be, be known for something. And that for me is the essence of freedom. When, when we choose that we are not going to be alone because being alone is not even, it's not even compatible with who we are as a person. Again, there's a parable in, you know, you know, back in Africa that says, if you want to go fast, you go alone. You, you might not get there, but if you want to go far, you go with others. And be free is essentially when I can be myself, I can bring my values, my systems, my skill sets, my, you know, big dreams and talents and take that immerse it with somebody else we can become very we can become totally unstoppable but that for me is the essence of freedom patrick one of the problems in our consumeristic society and you could come up with a lot of sociological reasons but at the end of the day it's almost a mentality of um scarcity yes you you escaped a civil war the whole idea of, well, you have something I don't have, therefore I should kill you. Correct. We build weapons of war. What, how do we give people the courage to change the mindset to an abundance mentality, taking personal responsibility and saying, I might have extra and it's okay for me to share it. That takes courage. How do we do it? It, 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 it takes a lot of courage. Interestingly, Steve, you know, I was told once that, okay, let's breathe. You take in the air, and now we are one, two, three people, we breathe, and oh, we still got air. Okay, let's bring 10,000 people. We breathe, we still got air. Oh, let's bring one million people in the space. We, we, we breathe, we still got air. There is enough to go around. Except that when that again brings us back to the whole personal master because when somebody tells you oh there is not enough to go around and the only way you can get what you want by uh, you know harming the next person or the only way you can get what you want is by, by suppressing the next person the next tribe the next you know group or the only way you can get what you want by putting yourself in this box and defining yourself by this label. And that is a dangerous, dangerous situation. We, we pretty much see it in different parts of the world. We see it in the United States. It's, it's this whole mindset that, oh, we will run out of if Steve and I go after the same speaking beat, well, there won't be enough for me. No, that's not true. Just breathe. There's enough air for a billion people and there's still air around. That is an indication that we have surplus and abundance. But we start to learn scarcity when somebody tells us how to think. When somebody tell us what to believe, when somebody tell us who the thing we are, and that's why self mastery, personal mastery, and um, self responsibility is very important in this thing. 
Because by the time we start to help people to change their mindset, their frame, to understand their own core values, they will not listen to the people who tell them you have to kill somebody to take over the world. They'll be like, that's not, that's not what I believe. That's not what I stand for. I stand for human life. I stand for human freedom. And it's not part of what I'm going to do to you know, fulfill somebody else's dream. Wow, thank you so much, Patrick. And I wanted to switch the gears and dream a little bigger today. So Patrick, if you woke up tomorrow in a creative society, what benefits you would personally enjoy the most? Oh, that's a toughie. That's a tough question. If I woke up in a creative society, what benefit would I enjoy the most? The benefit I would enjoy the most is people will have courage to share their big dreams with others. Because, you know, if you look at what we do, not naturally, you know, we say um, it's a good idea, but it's a great idea, but no, there is no but in a creative society. It's a great idea, and we can enhance it by doing this. And we all realize that, oh, there is an end, not a but. There is an end society where we can bring all our dreams and collaborate and, and learn how to turn those big ideas into something that gave us a sense of purpose. You know, I personally don't believe there is one purpose. I believe you can get a sense of purpose and it's not something that you can go find. You turn your interest and your curiosities into a passion. You wake your passion and recruit other people to it, it becomes a sense of purpose, a sense of direction, a big vision. So it will be, we can just sit around the table and share our big vision and somebody will say, oh, do you know how we can improve upon that? By doing this. And I see this an ex a big example. We talk about the Big Courage Fest. We are having a Big Courage Fest. And I brought up the idea, Steve said, guess what? It's the courage to care. And I'm like, dude, I could not have said it better. When we, when we can complement other people's idea because each one of us have a little piece of the puzzle. That's, I mean, that's, that's the piece of the puzzle when you connect, when you start connecting the little piece of the puzzle, it's like, Wow. You, you become a little kidding, you know? I love that. I, we want to hang out with you more, Patrick, but our producer won't let us. Um, and so they're going to shut us down sooner or later. So we're going to transition toward our end. But we the pieces of the puzzle, it's about connecting all of the pieces around the world. We believe in the law of six handshakes. We are connected by six connections or less around the world. Uh, do you have anybody in the top of your in your list, your network, who you might think would be a great guest for us? I I I have a few people on mine, but um, can you guys give me the permission to come back to you on that? But I got a few people on mine, 
Yes, most definitely. Yes. Let's share that information after the program and we will invite them and they can share their vision of a creative society and how they already achieving it where they are at. Because creative society is really done by people for people. And thank you so much, Patrick, for continuing this, you know, amazing conversations about creative society. And before we go, is there something we forgot to ask you? Or is there something you would like to wish to our audience tonight? Well, I really appreciate being, yeah. I, it is it, it's been a pleasure, and I just want to encourage everybody to be the courage, be the courage that you admire in other people, because those people did not spend the time worrying about self-belief. Self-belief is a moving target; you will never catch it. So let's band together and unblock our courage and create that society that we all can just feel like we belong to. Wow. Thank you so much, Patrick. That's amazing. And to build this society is very easy. And we do get to practice our courage unblocking skills while building it. So let's visit alatraunites.com. And on the website, you can learn more about the project. You can read about the eight foundations and how they were formed. And you can also see what type of, uh, you know, projects we are doing right now in order to let everybody know around the globe about the Project Creative Society and what everybody is, uh, what role everybody is playing in that. Because we only can build a society we, we all can be proud of by peaceful means and only with open communication and discussion, just like we have it today. So please visit the website and click join us button to let us know that you support Creative Society. Because right now we have millions of supporters, but we really need billions in order to move to the st- second stage of building it. So Patrick, thank you so much for being on. Steve, thank you so much for co-hosting. And to our viewers, we will leave you with the promo about our next conference that will be on March 20th, 2021. So we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Unprecedented event of present history. Initiative that comes from people around the world. Main project of humanity. People stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society. How it all started. May 2019, International Online Conference, Society, The Last Chance. 140 countries of the world, hundreds of thousands of people online, hundreds of broadcast platforms, translated into seven languages simultaneously. If we all want to live in peace, why do we have a world of violence and destruction? It is up to us to build a different world. How can we do it? December 2020, Creative Society, United We Can, 180 countries of the world, millions of people online, thousands of streaming platforms. 35 languages simultaneously translated. People have voiced today's reality and what they truly desire. And it is the Creative Society.
All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time international online event of global scale. Creative Society, what the prophets dream of. This is the day the world will unite to find out the truth, join the entire humanity, and spread the message.